Do you ever feel like you're always on? What do you do when you need a moment to chill? How do you like to hit the reset button to get ready for what's next? These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nothing but nonstop hustle all the time. With working from home and trying to stay in touch with friends and family, a million pressing social issues, and an expectation to always be on 24-7. Sometimes you just need a moment to turn off and hit reset. That's when you reach for Coors Light. It's made to chill. My moment to chill is watching baseball, especially when the White Sox are on. I like to have a Coors Light beside me. It's a great beer to have watching the games as it's cool and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. And even the mountains on my cans turn blue telling me that it's time to hit reset. Sit back, relax, and hunker down for an evening of White Sox baseball. So when it's time for you to unwind, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light and the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Must be 21 years or older to enjoy. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. And as always, celebrate responsibly. Good morning, White Sox fans. This is your Sox Machine White Sox Wake Up Call. For April 19th, 2021, I'm Josh Nelson. Were you expecting a new Sox Machine podcast episode? Well, it is Monday, but that episode is coming tomorrow on Tuesday as the Chicago White Sox are playing on Patriots Day, which the Boston Red Sox always play that game at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, which means in a few hours after this episode posts, the White Sox will be wrapping up their final game in Boston. So Jim and I decided, hey, let's wait a day with a new podcast analyzing what happened in Boston, preview the games in Cleveland, and answer your questions in P.O. Sox. Before recapping the action that happened on Sunday, a little business news regarding the podcast. For the last few years, we've been on Audioboom, which they have been great to us, helping with a new platform as we went from SoundCloud to Audioboom, and that opened up new revenue streams for us. Uh, However... We will be moving off Audioboom and joining the Blue Wire Network. They specialize only in sports podcasts, which is nice because when you are dealing with podcast platforms, we get pushed to the side for the next great mystery or crime podcast that gets released. I get it. But it's nice that we are moving to a new platform that specializes in sports and allows us to generate more revenue. More revenue means more we can do, which is what I think you guys wouldn't mind if Jim and I produced more content. What does this mean for you? For our Patreon supporters, nothing will change. The current RSS Patreon feed will remain the same. If you sign up to be a Patreon supporter and don't have that RSS feed, send me an email at josh at socksmachine.com and I'll make sure you get it. For non-Patreon supporters, the RSS feed URL will be updated. During the transition, you shouldn't have to do anything. However, we know that technology can be stubborn at times. If you notice that new episodes are not uploading for you, again, shoot me an email and I'll help fix that issue. If you want to check out the Blue Wire catalog, including the new Ken Griffey Jr. podcast, 
visit bluewirepods.com. All right, to White Sox action. Sunday was a good day for the Chicago White Sox and a much needed one. Playing two seven-inning doubleheaders against the Boston Red Sox, it was an opportunity for the ball club to get back to 500 in the early going of 2021. In game one of the doubleheader, Tim Anderson started the day with a big bang, hitting the first pitch of the game for a home run, his second of the season. In the fourth inning, Jose Abreu's legs helped the White Sox on a slow chopper to shortstop Xander Bogarts. Abreu ran just fast enough to leg out an infield single. With two outs, Yasmani Grandal hit a deep drive that hit off the green monster. That allowed Abreu to scoot all the way home to give the White Sox a 2-0 lead. That was an important run as Boston hit three singles in the bottom half of that inning with Hunter Renfro picking up the RBI. But with Dallas Keuchel in trouble, having runners on the corners, Renfro got too cute with his lead and was picked off in a rundown. Somehow, Rafael Devers didn't make a, an attempt to home plate to add more pressure on the White Sox or even tie the game, so Keuchel and the White Sox lucked out. White Sox got that run back in the next inning after Jake Lamb singled and moved to third on Tim Anderson's single. That base hit actually hit off Red Sox pitcher Tanner Hawk's leg into the outfield, so some bad bub luck. With two outs, Yohan Makata came up big with a single through the shift into right center field to plate Lamb. Kiki Hernandez made it a one-run game again in the sixth inning, hitting a solo home run around pesky pole in right field that had an expected batting average of .070. If he hit that fly ball at guaranteed right field, I don't think it makes it to the warning track, but you gotta love Fenway Park. Aaron Bummer replaced Keuchel, and he gave up a single to Alex Verdugo. But Bummer got J.D. Martinez to hit into a double play. That ended the threat, and it was Liam Hendricks' turn. With a runner on first and two outs facing Bobby Dahlbeck, the rookie watched Hendricks' 97-mile-per-hour fastball split the plate for a called-looking strikeout, and the White Sox $54 million closer picked up his second save of the season as the White Sox won 3-2. Before Game 2 started, the Chicago White Sox announced that Lance Lynn will be going on the injured list retroactive on April 17th as he's dealing with a strained muscle around his back and shoulder. Soonest Lynn can come back is April 27th, which is a home game against Detroit. And with the off days, there's a chance that Lynn only misses one start. With Lynn not available for the next nine days, the White Sox need another starting pitcher. Enter Michael Kopech who started Game 2 for the White Sox, and boy, he looked good, retiring the first nine hitters he faced before allowing a walk and a single on an 0-2 pitch. Tony La Russa saw enough. He lifted Kopech for Matt Foster, who gave up another inherited run as J.D. Martinez hit an RBI single off Foster, but that's the only run the White Sox allowed in Game 2 as Kopech's final line was three innings pitched, On 42 pitches, with one hit allowed, one earned run allowed, walking one and striking out four. Kopech looked good. And who knows, maybe he'll get another start at home against Texas next weekend. The White Sox offense gave Kopech an early lead as Abreu picked up an RBI as the Red Sox failed to turn a double play with the bases loaded. While they missed out on a golden opportunity to put up a crooked number, the White Sox did so in the fourth inning. 
Yerman Mercedes crushed his fourth home run of the season to dead center field to the tune of 431 feet. Danny Mendick picked up an RBI with a bloop single, and Nick Magical drove Mendick in with a hustle double down the right field line. Magical picked up his second RBI with a sack fly in the sixth inning to give the White Sox a 5-1 lead, and suddenly, Magical is back to hitting 304. With a doubleheader sweep, the White Sox are back to 500 at 8-8. Eight and eight. This morning, grab a second cup of coffee and maybe a donut as the White Sox and Red Sox face off on Patriots Day. Lucas Giolito will be on the mound for the White Sox as he tries to duplicate his last outing against Cleveland as he threw seven scoreless innings. Opposite of Giolito will be flamethrower Nathan Eovaldi. Eovaldi is off to a tremendous start for the Boston Red Sox as he's only given up two earned runs or fewer in his first three outings to start 2021. Hopefully, the White Sox give Giolito some run support as they couldn't last start. Then again, they were facing Shea Bieber as it would be great for the White Sox to win three out of four against Boston. The same Boston team that won three out of four against the Minnesota Twins last week. Hey, I know it's early, but whatever ground you can gain on the Minnesota Twins would really help the White Sox in the long run. First pitch is at 10.05 a.m. Central Time, and you can watch on NBC Sports Chicago or listen on the radio at ESPN 1000 a.m. or on the ESPN app. Around Major League Baseball, the Minnesota Twins had to postpone the rest of their series against the Los Angeles Angels and the Monday game in Oakland as the Twins have had multiple COVID positive tests. The good news is that after removing the positive tested players, the remaining players for Minnesota have tested negative and they are hopeful they could play on Tuesday in Oakland. Speaking of Oakland, after starting 1-7, They have now won eight straight games as they beat the Detroit Tigers 3-2. The A's are now 9-7. Meanwhile, Houston started 6-1 and now they have lost seven of their last eight games as the first place Seattle Mariners, yes, you heard that right, beat up the Astros 7-2. The Mariners lead the American League West with a 10-6 record to start 2021. The San Diego Padres finally find a way to beat the Los Angeles Dodgers, winning 5-2 on Sunday. The Dodgers are 13-3 to start the season, while the Padres are now 10-7. Marcus Stroman is now 3-0 with a 0.90 ERA as the Mets hold off the Rockies 2-1. The Mets are 7-4, while the Rockies are a league-worst 4-12. Texas blank Baltimore one to nothing. Cleveland beat Cincinnati six to three. The Indians are a half game ahead of the White Sox with an eight and seven record. The Bronx is burning up as the Tampa Bay Rays sweep the New York Yankees at Yankee Stadium with a four to two win on Sunday. The Yankees are now five and ten to start the season, while Tampa improves to eight and eight. The Philadelphia Phillies blanked the St. Louis Cardinals 2-0. Arizona Diamondbacks beat up on the Washington Nationals 5-2. The Pittsburgh Pirates beat the Milwaukee Brewers in extra innings 6-5. And the first place Kansas City Royals keep rolling along as they beat the Toronto Blue Jays 2-0. The Royals are now 9-5 to start the season. 
That will do it for this White Sox wake-up call. Subscribe to the Sox Machine podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. And also subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash Machine. If you enjoy our work and want to support us, visit patreon.com slash Machine as we have several different tiers of support starting at just $2 a month for exclusive content ad-free podcasts and website, and first crack at our new swag items. Have a great Monday morning, everyone, and hopefully we get to talk about another White Sox winner on the Sox Machine podcast for you on Tuesday. For SoxMachine.com, I'm Josh Nelson. Thanks for listening. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in the new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series premiering Sunday, June 6th, only on Showtime.